every even like Wikipedia on um, the club sandwich or something has like a war happening in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> bacon so like, over lettuce, lettuce over bacon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if, you, if you're in the forest, you know where the lighthouse is. I mean, this is their base. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the lighthouse is freaking you out, bro, then you, I don't know, I don't know. These whales were divas and the right <laughs> brothers to the spaceships. Kia ora, kia ora. Wow, that was a couple clips from this week's show with Lecky Lyons and Zach Mandeville. We talk a lot about uh, aliens and UFOs and conspiracy theories in general. Like, the reason I wanted to talk to these two about it is because they seem to know a lot about it. And um, I don't know. I, at first, I was like, oh, is this going to be okay? But listening back to the episode, I think even if you're not like a super big fan of those things i think you'll still enjoy it um anyway without any further ado eli let's play the thing song if there was a day i could erase i would choose just the other day kia ora kia ora kia ora hello hello and we are on another episode of the other day with me Juani Hortine outside it is a lovely day I know you guys always love me talking about the weather at the start of the show and inside the studio it is also going to be lovely because we have two of the most uh, niche knowing comedians in the Wellington scene both of them have like quite a lot of like focus on a lot of different interests but <laughs> in the studio today <laughs> is Zach Mandeville and Licky Lyons hello How- hello hello Hey, 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 how you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, how'd you guys like my intro for you guys? It sounded, it makes it sound hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah. very vague. Very niche, uh, with niche interests. That's... Well, okay, it, it's a weird way to introduce you guys, but we have, like, been sitting in the studio for about 10, 15 minutes, and I think we've already hit, like, you guys were talking about, like, 5G, the internet being blown away by the wind, like, some old cars that have been, like, discontinued from the 2008 like financial crisis all the stuff that's happened off here so far pretty pretty crazy and interesting would you guys agree <laughs> it's been so, wild yeah yeah we're gonna see if we could keep the streak going um you guys have been on the show once before and i remember we talked a lot about you guys lives and everything but then at the end of it we briefly talked about aliens and you guys i gotta say let's up because you guys seemed excited. Would you say that you guys are pretty interested in uh, in aliens and those things in, in general? Yes, I think so. Most things in general. You're interested in most things in general? Yeah. Yeah, I asked you how you felt about conspiracy theories, and you said you knew most of them. Yeah, yeah, I know most of them. Yeah. You know, what's a, a couple out there. What's a couple of your favorites? Check them out. There. I mean, birds aren't real. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. That old classic, birds aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> What do you know about that? I know that that is a thing that's happening out there. I don't know. I, I think that's just one of those things where people are like, oh, isn't it funny to say this silly thing? And then a bunch of people say the silly thing. Um, and then that's just how birds aren't real becomes like a big Facebook meme or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you know about birds aren't real? I was probably around before uh, the memes. <laughs> But well, there's, people, there's people that take it that serious, so I know that much. And there's like, uh, I don't know, there's those people, or they think that they're like, um, I think they think they're robots. Really? Um, with cameras in them from like a government agency mm-hmm. or something along that. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's some crazy people out there. I think it's, I personally think that the birds aren't real as uh, like AstroTurf or whatever. Mm. It's, a, it's a fake conspiracy theory supported by unseen powers uh, to make <laughs> true conspiracy theories <laughs> seem equally ridiculous <laughs> like dinosaurs aren't real right right yeah yeah well, yeah. that's like a religious one yours sounds very like meta like it sounds like there's a conspiracy theory within the conspiracy theory sort of thing most conspiracy theories have like eight to ten levels mm-hmm. yeah isn't that what QAnon is right because QAnon is more than likely a state-run project that's what, what we hear is that for real yeah What's the what's the story behind that? Like it, I mean, none of it. It will come out in thirty five years or whatever. But like, you have this super ridiculous thing, right? That is put out by some anonymous person on four chan or whatever, right? Mm. That is just essentially doing like an ARG, like a altered reality game, of like drops that are coming that are getting people into it, right? And the drops are like that the storm is coming because of the elite cabal of politicians, but also we should be supporting resolution such and such. And so you have like a weird set of people who are like now far on the fringes who believe in like 
beyond Bird is Real stuff. And also that America should have a continued military presence in Libya. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so it's more than likely that, like, there was a person who was a part of Trump's party who was doing QAnon stuff to, like, as a grassroots way to, like, push certain policy stuff forward. Which is also why it kind of, like, petered out. And nothing happened. But, like, yeah, if you look at, like, what Q was saying throughout, Mm. it starts out really juicy and strange. And then it just goes straight into like prep for a uh, uh, official policy crazy okay yeah uh, that's interesting because i'd never even heard about that because i spend it feels like to be into that stuff you almost have to be like researching quite hard yeah. you have to be like spending quite a lot of time thinking about like some of these kind of wild things um, it's a it's a um i don't know what you call it cashway to a trap or something right because you want to like not appear kooky or like that you're just making stuff up Mm. but then you have like reams of documents that you've printed out from the public (laughs) library that you've highlighted (laughs) to prove stuff you know be like i'm respectable i'm authoritative (laughs) and it just makes you look worse (laughs) yeah oh okay yeah i don't know that that would drive that would seem crazy to me because sometimes you get into conversations that are very intense like so i call them like kanye conversations because like i would listen to like some podcasts with him and it's like the people who are very intensely believing in something and it's not like let me ask what what did you watch what interview did you watch with kanye with joe rogan oh yeah how charismatic is this guy though right and if you listen to him long enough he kind of makes more sense if you just let him go. You give him like 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> you know, like, I kind of see. I think I, I see what you're saying. Um, is that? Have you seen any other ones? You seen Drink Champs? No, I stopped after that. Unfortunately, I think it was pretty hard to watch your heroes kind of end up in the ways that they end up sometimes. Oh man, that's yeah. like that documentary. Uh, oh, by Jesus? the end of the documentary, a genius. Yeah, 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 Jesus, Jesus or something, right? Yeah, the the Genius Trilogy, yeah. where the third part of the trilogy is the documentary maker's life. Is it? Yeah, have you seen that one? No. It's the, uh, it's the it's documentary one? on Kanye West. Yeah, it focuses on Kanye and his up, upcoming for the first two episodes. And then the third episode is almost like this big explainer as to why the documentary maker has not been able to continue working on Kanye's film. And it's because That's they became still- quite distant and <laughs> it becomes completely about his own life, which is which is interesting. Uh, but it, I don't... It's. His life is very much like I raised a child and I did this and I did that. It's like um, it's pretty removed from Kanye West. Um, I have had <laughs> I have had the thought of uh, of making the show a little more thematic sometimes. So I, I did kind of think it would be really fun to to have you guys on and, and maybe talk a bit about some some sort of theories like i've got i've got i've looked into some alien sort of theories just to kind of like look at it not all of it is um is like usable <laughs> usable uh i mean i think it's pretty safe like it should be pretty usable um but not all of it is just like oh isn't this crazy a lot of it when you look into it is very much like uh this was this was um disproven almost immediately by these people and that people, Um, especially when you look it up on Wikipedia. Uh, A lot of the stuff that you look up on Wikipedia almost feels like Wikipedia is trying to like talk you down from believing it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Which is also, I mean. (laughs) Which is level three. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't know who the editors are, right? And like you can look at uh, uh, the like edit history. Like every, even like Wikipedia on, um, the club sandwich or something has like a war happening in the edit history. <laughs> bacon so like, over lettuce, lettuce over bacon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, what you've done is the classic, the classic mistake, rookie mistake, where you've uh, focused on everything. Whereas edit, there is just a load of, of uh, crap out there. But you, but you got to find like uh, the most compelling stuff and have a mm-hmm. have a look at that. You know. Um, okay, so what what should I be? You guys seem to be the experts in this. Maybe I'll maybe I'll hand it over to to maybe I'll hand it over to you first. Act. Did you have? <laughs> oh god. Because uh, well, I guess it's second because Licky's hit us with the birds aren't real stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the craziest thing you were? Craziest uh, conspiracy? Well, thing it wouldn't you? be crazy if you were if you were believing it, right? Probably not. I mean, yeah. This is uh, no. I, I believe in probably too many things. Or or what have you? Hmm. Uh, Did you believe so, in karma? 
Sorry, what? Believe in karma. I do believe in karma. Okay, okay. I believe in cryptids, oh, hey. but not all of them, right? Of like, course. Chupacabra. Yeah. I do think... Is that when the word has the numbers connected to it that is somehow... Are you saying you don't know what a cryptid is? No, I don't know <laughs> what a cryptid oh, like, is. Bigfoot, um, Bigfoot and such. creatures, Bigfoot, uh, ah, Loch Ness Monster. Okay, okay, okay. And yes. there's a conspiracy theory that I don't fully disbelieve or whatever. I, there's all parts of it, right? Yeah. And like, um, this isn't mine. I fall in the camp of people who like believe that most alien stuff is, is like a scam. Like most things are a grift. Yeah. And But why the grift is happening, I don't know. Um, so I think that most alien stuff is made up, but I also believe in elves and gnomes. Wow. And so okay. like, I don't disbelieve in any of that. You know what I mean? And there is a decent case for some of the cryptids, uh, where it could just be that you don't want to have protected lands. And so if you can, uh, if there is like a local regional idea that this, like that a Panther exists in this place and like, ha ha ha, there's a new cryptid. It also oh, yeah. helps places to remain developable. Yeah. And so I okay. do think that there is more stuff immediately scoffed at to maintain a like capitalist status quo. Wow. Okay. It's a very Marxist take on the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> no, it's heading hard. But, yeah. I like it. I yeah. like I because I kind of thought we would just be chatting about aliens and stuff and not get too like heavy, but we've got pretty like political yeah. like yeah. immediately. Yeah. Like it's cool, man. I that's a big. I, that's a second big swing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, what's the craziest thing that you've heard, or what's the craziest thing that you believe? Well, like I know, like I kind of don't believe. Uh, in a lot of stuff like I, I but I kind of think that people I don't always think there's like that second thing it seems like a lot of people in these like alien stories that you see is because people kind of don't see something that they don't understand and then they kind of immediately become like the, the first thought is always to believe like in some like crazy much bigger thing than it could possibly be like a lot of things tend to be looks like um like uh, things burning up in the atmosphere is often like mistaken for like UFOs and things like that. I think just being afraid kind of puts your, I think fear is like a strange creative thing. You know what I mean? Like when you're afraid, you're trying to make sense of something, but you, also your body is like reacting like very physically like strong. So you're kind of like, you you kind of, you're not very logical. So you end up like piecing together things that don't make sense because you're kind of like, you know how, like, when you fear, your your brain almost reverts back to, like, an animal sort of state? Like, it's yeah. almost like it becomes much more reactionary and then, like, you know, time slows down because you're focusing on things much faster. Um, I think the fear part of it becomes a big thing of yeah. it. It's like the fear of the unknown. Yeah. You know? So things that, like, make sense, you know, there'll be some stories like, oh, this, you could actually see the lighthouse from here and then, like, that's what the light was and then, you know, those sort of things. They become crazy because it's always at, like, three in the morning or something like that as well. Um, I don't know. I don't... One thing that I do think is kind of... It's not really alienish, but, like, there's a lot of, like, Māori myth around people having, like, uh, like, tōhara or, like... Well, I don't know if it'd be the... It, a lot of, like, Māori myth about... Well, I think that's whale, but I think a lot of these myths have, like, orca as, like, friends, you know? So, like, whale rider is, like, riding a humpback whale and everything. And I think that I, I kind of believe that. Do like, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. like Dune. You think they were out there riding the big worms? Kind of, mm. yeah. Because, like, I think we've found out that those orcas and those whales are, like, incredibly smart. Mm. And Māori were, like... You know, Māori and I suppose Moriori as well would have been like the first people to go across the Pacific Ocean. You know, so all of a sudden these incredibly intelligent creatures are seeing like these boats and things going across like the same pathways that they're going. And they're very like, you know, and I watched Blackfish recently, right? Here very we go. dark. Here we go. <laughs> okay, this is, yeah, this is getting crazy. This podcast is going to change tone. If anybody's listened to the other episodes and then they listen to this one, they'd be like, Kwani's had it changed. Yeah. Blackfish <laughs> changed him deeply. Waitangi Day and he's a different guy. <laughs> it's after the third murder. Go on. Well, it's just like, okay, in Blackfish, those those orcas are so unhappy mm. and yet still doing these incredible things with, like, with people, you know what I mean? And, like, imagine how, like, interested and creatively, like, they were, they were having a great time with these people. I just think... Some classic Mariah Carey syndrome. What is that? 
oh, they were stars. They were big stars. <laughs> and uh, and then they, they wailed out on some of these trainers because the trainers weren't up to standard. Um, and when you're that big, you're like, oh, I can just kill anybody. You know? You Wait, think what the is orcas the were getting big here? Yeah, the orca. They were the, the orca divas. was a massive star. Yeah, yeah. And the trainer got too big for They do have boots. incredible vocal range, too. Oh, yeah. They're hella oh, scary. Yeah, just like Mariah, yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yo, that guy's quick. <laughs> um, so, but you didn't say, do you, what's the worst thing that you've heard or uh, that you believe? Like, you, you don't believe uh, we land on the moon or. No, I don't think we landed on the moon. It doesn't seem like it was that exciting. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think that's the worst thing. I think that's like something that people don't believe that I believe. You know what I mean? What about that stat? This guy will know it, that there's like uh, 60 years between um, the Wright brothers and then uh, taken off in the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a crazy small amount of time. Sorry, I, it blew my mind when I saw that. I like the insider knowledge that is just chronology. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were all there. Right, these whales were divas and the Wright brothers to the spaceships. Come on, guys. Oh, it's two plus two equals four. Uh, um, I love where you're going with the whale rider. I think that's yeah. real cool. I think that's real cool. And maybe we did, you know. There was a Dr. Doolittle vibe um, mm-hmm. and they communicated. Yeah. You know the like black magic aspect of rocketry too, right? Go on. Um, one of the like big rocket pioneers, uh, Jack Parsons, was mm-hmm. also the like leader or like high priest of a local. Uh, what is it called? The um, Aleister Crowley's the part of the like Temple of the Golden Dawn Church. So noted occultist and black magic practitioner, who through his um, magic rituals that included rocket fuel and rocketry and such yeah and so some of the like rituals ended up getting us to the moon that's amazing but there is a bizarre uh and then he exploded in his lab maybe yeah yeah oh he went to a different dimension you know yeah because that's the other idea when something like he just went up in smoke and then nobody saw him again classic yeah yeah. that is there is a like one of the fun parts of like conspiracy theories thing is you'll come to it from like one angle right and it'll be like, like Jacques Vallée is a good example, uh, who is like one of the UFO and alien experts. And he's written a whole bunch of books about encounters and mm. alien encounters and such, and has the idea of like the like trigger event that um, if you remove the notion of an alien, but you just see them as an experience, then it's an experience that we've been experiencing since the beginning of time. So, like, fairies and elves and all of that also fall within an alien reach or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, like, very kooky stuff. And he's also deeply responsible for the internet and one of the major, like, computer pioneers or whatever. And so you have this thing of, like, oh, this guy's kooky. And also, like, pivotal to, like, 20th century technology. Like, John C. Lilly, like, rocked his mind off of, like, ketamine and then talked to God through dolphins. (laughs) And then, like, has a number of books specifically about the higher dolphin intelligence basically what you were saying yeah, uh, yeah. and then <laughs> also pivotal in the birth of the pc computer and the internet and such and so there is this weird overlap between the 20th century and the most bizarre-minded thoughts and people oh same with that john with the guy that did um mcafee internet Thing, yeah, the, yeah. the virus thing, and then he's living that crazy lifestyle as well. Yeah. Um, Who's this guy? McAfee antivirus guy. He'll pop up on a lot of computers. Kind of died off a little bit, actually. That was an OG thing, yeah. right? Um, well, like literally, right? Oh, yeah, I suppose yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, he took his antivirus with him. Yeah. yeah. Well, Apple um, started coming with antivirus, right? Mm. Yeah. That was the selling point for a while. Things are different now, and eh? yeah. Oh yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious because you said that you believe a bit in elves and fairies and there was one other thing that you said owls fairies was it trolls no yeah i mean you get throw, I mean, them you in throw there the too. trolls in too right <laughs> um, did you do you know any of the connections between moldy people and um the fair-haired elves or fairies 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 yeah. that, um, that they had a commute they had a uh what are they what are you talking two people who talk to each other no. yeah that's uh it was a red-headed fair-skinned even fairies blonde that lived and and blonde and blue eyes as well as um, redhead and it was like uh, and then uh, and in this documentary anyway they uh, weaved it into like something um, cultish not cultish Celtic um, 
Celtic coaches, mm. and uh, they shouldn't have. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. But this was a, a weird documentary. Yeah, some of those yeah. anthropological documentaries can get a little bit Western viewed. You know what I mean? Mm. But yeah, there was like a there was there was a there was a stories. There's a lot of stories between like these two people. It's like the Patsupaira here, Maori, where it wasn't just like the Patsupaira here. Like obviously, not obviously, but they had red hair, fair skin. They couldn't go out in the sun. Um, like, Even yeah. back then. <laughs> 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 and I'll repeat what they were probably knowing back then is that the New Zealand sun is harsh, okay? So it's like very hard. Um, but yeah, there, 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 there were stories of like, um, you know, sometimes, I, I think in a lot of those stories, there's like stories of, uh, you know, like somebody's wife gets stolen and taken to, the, you know, the cave that they were living to, in or like they were raising somebody, they would steal a child and like kind of raise it like that. Sleeping beauty. Yeah. But I think, like, there's a lot of these, like, traditions and a lot of these stories in, like, a lot of different cultures where I think even, like, because I'm curious to as what it is that you believe about elves and trolls and these things. Like, what what is yeah. it that makes you believe in these things? It's- and define what you think they are. So, when, like, uh, like gnomes and shit or, yeah. like, specifically? Or you mean just other uh maybe both i don't know like it, it's um i guess i would say that i don't disbelieve in them right mm. and and so it's it's different in that like i don't have a working theory on it because at, at that point you are just writing headcanon for the for the world or whatever like you are just making something up yeah. to a degree um i just don't choose to like condescendingly disbelieve what other people are saying um especially as it's getting older and especially as you're dealing with like creatures that exist in the periphery like that are tricksters that um you see out of the corner of your eye and such right Mm. and like the idea that they get translated into some local idioms but it's the same sort of concept of some visitation something some presence that maybe to more easily describe it you give it a shape but if you were to talk to a person directly, like mm. that sort of like kitchen wisdom, it doesn't necessarily have a shape. Yeah. And I like combine that with um, like as our world gets more busy, right? And you kind of just have to focus on stuff. That notion where you don't see your nose, right? Like, mm. yeah, Mary Poppins. It's, it's there, but like you've seen it so often that, it, and you don't need to see it, <laughs> that it like removes yeah. itself from your vision, right? And you combine that with, um, like in between Jean's and uh, the embassy cinemas, right? I, so let me let me back up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> I real I was taking the bus home the other day, right? And um, I there was two people talking in front of me, and uh, they were talking about. Uh, they're like, "Oh, it looks like the construction is actually going to start happening." And the other person was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "That building that's been under construction for like the last ten years." And then they were mm. going on the between Jean's and Embassy Cinema. And then I was like, those dolts, like that's the like Phoenicia falafel. That, that's only been like closed <laughs> for maybe two weeks. And then I realized there's a giant building that's been under construction. <laughs> the entire time here, and you just never notice it, right? Like it always mm. has posters. You're like, oh, this is the wall that has posters. Ah, uh, yeah, And yeah. there's so many cases of that where you can like live in an area that you're only focused on what you need to mm. be focused on. And then one day you're like, there's a church here? How have I never noticed this, right? Yeah. And so the the notion that there are beings that live in the periphery, that as the world gets noisier, they're harder to see or they seem especially ridiculous. I don't disbelieve that, like, when it was less noisy, when we had more time to look around, and when we had more things to focus on, we could also focus on the beings, which are maybe gnomes or trolls or what have you. I love that. So, uh, so what you also uh, is that like an interdimensional kind of vibe too? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, Probably. I mean, there's some sort of overlap. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you believe in like the the what is it like the the many worlds? Not many worlds, like the eleven different dimensions. Like, is string theory still a thing? Did they kill right, that? Right. Did they kill that? I don't. I don't what was, What was wrong with it? Well, it just went on forever. Yeah, but they did make a whole bunch of calculations. <laughs> um, Scientists hate that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I love that. Have you experienced any sort of um, other event? Uh, I've experienced, like, ghostly events. I've experienced, like, paranormal things that you can't quite explain. Okay. A- and then, age? How old are you? Uh, 38. 
Okay. No, no, at the time of the experience. 38. It happened on the way over here. No. <laughs> 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 uh, what was when I was a kid? What is when I was in college? Oh, okay. Yeah. For some reason, that makes it more believable that there's only two. Do you know what I mean? Not that yeah. like, that I was questioning it, but the fact that it's two, I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, really invested. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Explain. Uh, tell us. But the there's stories. also, I don't know. There's also a thing in which, yeah, absolutely, you can like describe it as something that the brain does. But at a certain point, you have like mad conspiracy theories about what the brain can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, like, uh, you'll have thousands and thousands of, of uh, people describing some sort of visitation or some sort of encounter that they can't explain. Or, like, entire towns, right? In which they're like, everyone in this town pointed to the same thing. And, like, well, obviously it's mass hysteria. Mm. And we just naturally believe in mass hysteria. <laughs> yeah. Hello, and to the point in which you're like, mass hysteria... Makes everyone see the exact same metallic <laughs> flight object. It's weird what the brain can do. And that that's a similar leap of faith. And I prefer, I don't know, I prefer trolls to... Um, I love that. That's yeah. Yeah. That, that was more clear. And you can use that for, that is like a, across the board for all sorts of, I think, way different subjects. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. I don't know if this is mass hysteria, but have you heard of the... I was watching one of those, like, bio biopics, bio-series about... Um, it was about the people who claimed had cheated in the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire thing. So the the idea was that there was somebody in um, in the studio who would cough. So they would be like... If the answer was B, they'd be like, cough, cough. You know what I mean? Um, and then that, that went to trial. And then during the one of the days in trial every one of the jurors started coughing and just couldn't stop coughing. And it was only the jurors who were coughing. Um, and I don't know, is that, does that count as mass hysteria? I mean, I don't think that counts as an alien experience. But I don't know if it's, yeah, definitionally, I, mean, I don't think they're a mass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. It's I mean, they all sit yeah. next to each other too. <laughs> One dude's sick. He could have infected everybody. It yeah, yeah, I guess it could have been. But I like yeah. how you went straight <laughs> to dimension <laughs> aliens. <laughs> <laughs> We're like 20 minutes into this podcast. This guy's drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> We're actually 26, so we might take a little bit of break. Um, we have been talking very heavy into conspiracy theories. I did some research into some alien stuff. I kind of want to talk about that if you guys, if you guys don't mind. Mm. I, um, I, I don't know if you guys heard about this one. Um, I, actually, why don't we talk about this film that, that um, you showed me? It was called uh, uh, Aerial Phenomenon. <laughs> Do you, do you remember that movie? Have you seen Aerial Phenomena? Is this a new film? Old film? It's from, oh, what year was it? 2022, I think it was. Um, but it was about this kind of story. So, like, let me give you, let me give the listeners kind of like a rundown of what this, this was, okay? So, in 1994, 16th of September, it says here, uh, there was a rural school in Zimbabwe, okay? And all the... It was just during the day, which is kind of rare for UFO stuff. So it was during the day, uh, school day, lunchtime, bunch of kids between the ages of about 6 to 12 uh, all saw this UFO, about 60 of them. And this documentary kind of like interviews them because it was, it was only like less than a week after they saw this that a documentary crew came in there and started filming them and asking them about it. They all had like similar stories, 62 children, um, all saying that they saw one, some said two silver objects. They said that they came out, there was these, uh, these they, I suppose aliens, uh, very like all black, large eyes, almost like the, uh, like the image you would have. And they said that these aliens telepathically spoke to them about uh climate disaster i suppose it was like you know look after the planet you know you can't do too much stuff one of the kids said like that they shouldn't get into uh that humanity should not get into too much technology um this has been one of those ones that's like <laughs> gone down as mass hysteria but there's a lot of kids there that still believe it to this day i mean you have what well, you've seen this film yeah, yeah 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 there's interesting parts to it of uh and this is one in which it just remains anomalous. It just remains weird to me. So I don't, I don't know. I just it, it goes yeah. in the maybe pile. And, um, but it's what's interesting about maybe. that is that um, I haven't seen the movie, but it's an old, uh, uh, an old story. Ninety four. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. They, um, the the clips though you've seen that they sometimes they kind of lead the kid a little bit, but a lot of the interviewers kind of it's, it's good interviews. 
Mm. But you just watch them and you just see what they say and they you see them kind of leading them into some areas and you're like, I wonder why they're phrasing it like that. Like you kind of just want a raw interview of what did you see and can you break it down? Well, the guy who was interviewing them was a, was like a, he was a Pulitzer Prize winning like journalist, right? And then mm. he was at, he was at Harvard and I think he almost lost his tenure because he'd spoken to so many like people that were, that were into, that had seen aliens and things like that. That's the part that, that gets me, right? Of, yeah, the noticing the grift, right? And, and so there will be some cases in which a person has an experience and then they turn that into an online seminar that you can pay them 300 bucks to whatever. And like, mm, you're yeah. probably making stuff up. But then this is a person who, yeah, um, sacrificed his career for um, maintaining that he thought that they had seen something. And didn't get any benefit from it. Mm. And in the the documentary, they're revisiting all the kids 15 years later. They're now fully in adulthood and they don't waver. No. And yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like it makes their life better to, to keep this or they even necessarily want to be interviewed. There's no benefit that they're getting from this, you know? That's what I thought as well. I thought if you're one of those kids back in the day that says these things as well, I feel like it's not helpful for your life to 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 have that as a big part of who you are because that's almost like that's you know like you know documentaries are cool because they have like those layers to them the documentary was good because it also kind of hit on this topic of like you know you've this thing which is like pretty big in your life when you're a child how do you live life when uh you you're adamant about this thing that nobody else really believes happened you know Mm. and i think that would like like I could see why you wouldn't want to talk about it as you got older, and you might just want to live like a normal life. Um, so funny that we've changed chairs. Now I'm the guy who's like, "There's no aliens," and you guys are, are, are for it. There will always <clears throat> be two molders in one scully. Yeah, yeah, and then we just <laughs> trade who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Each break. Um, I am surprised that you love that so much. Um, ah, man, I completely forgot my point now. I was going to go into something. You just um, wanted to be, you just wanted everybody to know that you're different. Oh, no, oh, no, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. No, no, no. I was going to say that, um, uh, yes to everything you're saying, but there is something in the human brain that says, uh, I'm special. You know what I mean? I'm one of the 62 people that saw this, and uh, people love that. Mm. And people thrive on um, thinking that they're, you know, um, unique in, in some way. But um, I'm only saying that as like, uh, as uh, some sort of opposition, because I totally believe, I don't know about them. But uh, I do believe there's something out there, you know. Yeah, kids are dumb. You know what I mean? And if the, if the American government was going to do anything, let's go freak out a bunch of kids in Portugal. Where were they? In Zimbabwe. Brazil. Zimbabwe. In Zimbabwe. Yeah. And, uh, and they could do it. 94, like, uh, they had, like, three alien movies out by then. Like, they could do some cool stuff. Yeah, this is kind of one of the things that popped up. So this is, like, I was talking about how Wikipedia is, like, kind of pushing you to not believe in these things. Wikipedia does say that a couple of days before these sightings, apparently there had been some other UFO sightings, and they were talking about that on the radio. You know, so there was it had just begun to be a part of the Culture. of the thing in Zimbabwe, but I didn't I didn't look that up. Okay, um, yeah, okay. So this is one of those times where there was a fireball um, in in Zimbabwe a couple of days before this event happened. So people had called into radio stations saying that they'd seen a UFO, um, and then a couple of days later, this is what happened with the kids. So that's one of the things that's kind of against it. You know what I mean? Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you look totally unconvinced by that. Is it, yeah, what nah. about the Battle of LA? You ever hear about that? Like during the war, they just started mm. like unloading clips into the sky because they thought they saw something, and then they just kept firing at it for ages. Mm. You even heard that? Nah. I think it's is it during the war? I don't remember. I've, oh, yeah, I know. You're, uh, I don't. I don't know this one too well. Oh, well, that's one that I'm like. That's pretty cool. Plus, but. Um, if you start shooting at something and it's during war and then everyone's freaking out, everyone's going to keep shooting until something falls, you know, but nothing ever fell. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. War. Original <laughs> mass hysteria. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's just one of those, again, where, uh, like, the, the counter argument being, if I'm understanding it right, is that there was a fireball a couple days ago, or a couple days yeah, prior. Yeah, like a, like a comet coming through the sky fireball. And so... Yeah. Ergo, we can assume that 62 children all created an image that they held on to for the next 17 years (laughs) of a creature that is communicating with them telepathically that they all describe in a slightly different way Mm. because they're all 
dumb kids. Mm -hmm. And so there is no coordinated effort. Like they were all recreating their experience as well as they could. But based off of what we know, how the brain works is probably because of the fireball. Like that's not, it's not enough for me. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the pat solution is so often, I don't know. It's, there was one cool thing as well, like, because uh, related to what we were talking about just before is that a lot of the kids who were who were from, like, there was a, this was quite like a wealthy school that these kids went to, but a lot of the kids, like, um, had, were, were, like, from Zimbabwe originally. They had seen it as some sort of, like, um, creature that was, like, in, in Shosha, uh, like, let me look this up because there, there was like the way that we were talking about like elves and those sort of things before a lot of these kids had interpreted this as like some creature that was like from like their cultural like mythology. Mm. Um, let me look up what this was. But from like it, Zimbabwe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's interesting. Uh, a lot of people do that though. And that there is the theories. Um, if it is just sort of some general visitation that we don't fully understand, there is a notion of it informing art, which it informs it, mm. or, or, or um, that it makes sense that uh, UFOs all start to look the same and they're related to an Outer Limits episode that showed a UFO. Yeah. Because mm. that was an imprinting effect or whatever in which the art of it changes our notion of reality of how it should express itself, which is also then why it can change form throughout history or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, now it's I what, these are Tic Tacs, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So a lot, of the, yeah. Whatever. a lot of these kids had thought that it was this thing called a Tikoloshe, which was apparently part of the Shona and Nedebele folklore, which is kind of interesting because that's like what we were talking about before with like just kind of like – that idea of like sometimes, you know how in the movie um, was it Space Odyssey where that large kind of uh, there was that black rectangular thing With and the it's apes? like yeah yeah the and monolith. it goes by the cave people like the apes back then and then it kind of like pops up again in like modern day and it's kind of like that idea of like this thing is so far ahead. Um, technologically or whatever that there's really no difference for that for those two things um now this is yeah now this is now we're really getting into conspiracy (laughs) stuff yeah (laughs) but yeah it's it is kind of it is kind of cool i mean like i've I've also heard that apparently um ufo sightings have kind of matched up with what technology is actually quite big at the time so Space sources, discs, that seems to be what people see now. Back in the day, people used to believe that they saw um, chariots going through the sky and, and that sort I mean, of thing as well. The, the yeah. char- I mean, was it the, what's the Indian book? The Vega something something. I mean, they describe um, chariots flying around. Mm. Um, I mean, even like El Dorado, right? They they thought those two Spanish dudes were gods that they had described. <laughs> that's why they welcomed <laughs> them in. Real? Yeah, they yeah. thought. Well, no, I mean, not the story, but that's. Uh, I think they. Um, well, there is a story where they thought that these Spanish people on their horses were gods that were mm. described in their ancient texts, and so they welcomed them in only to get um, sick and die and. Uh, all of, the, mm-hmm. all of that. Man, another screeching hole. <laughs> <laughs> I should, there is also, um, yeah, a lot of UFO stuff that is absolutely scams. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's weird because it's like high level um, official scams or whatever. Yeah. And then like back in the States or whatever, there, there's like congressional hearings of like, yeah, the Tic Tac UFO, or they're now like UAP stuff or whatever. Yeah, they changed um, the name. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to like, the like, oh yeah, the Pentagon is saying uh, UFOs exist or whatever, but it like isn't real. And there's like, none of that like holds up. But also, there's a history of like specific misinformation. Mm. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah, there's a, a really good book called Mirage Men that goes into it of, this one person who like uh, was essentially drove insane, um, knowledge or like intentionally yeah. by a government official to help hide secrets around like the stealth bomber being made. 
um, but did it through just where he was seeing um, lights and strange stuff in the sky, which was likely just experimental aircraft because he lived outside an air base. But then this person comes, this dude named Richard Dolan comes and uh, is like, yeah, what you saw, uh, we need to hear more about that. The government's very interested. And he did do, did work for the government and was like leading this guy on uh, to like report all the alien stuff and they'd be like, yeah, we also think it's aliens. Mm -hmm. But it was just disinfo. And it's bizarre. And Richard Dolan is still like heavily involved in the UFO community. So you'll Even see though. his name like, veto, like be like, yeah, this is great. And it's just the thing that I think about like, uh, not to rant too long, apologize, we're yeah, straight okay. into it. Yeah, we, yeah. Love, it. we love it. Keep yeah. going. Uh, like there are like legitimate like whistleblowers or whatever, right? Yeah. That you see their like lives ruined, right? Uh, like Julian Assange is a is a good example where mm. like he has, has just been hor horrific um, treatment since his his whistleblowing, right? Yeah. Or, or even you just say like maybe tobacco isn't as good as they're saying, and then that person will just be like ostracized, right? And and have like a horrific moment for being a whistleblower, but then you have like a person who says the government has been lying to you for sixty years about UFOs, and then the response is. Can we get you multiple cable TV shows in which you talk <laughs> yeah. with, the, with Rita Ora and one of the people from Blink 182? <laughs> like, I don't think uh, it's likely that, that he's okay. You know what I mean? It's likely that something isn't actually being whistleblown mm. if that's the response. Yeah, yeah. It is weird. It's I weird, mean, back right? in the day, it was like, does he have a book to sell? And that's how you would know if someone was kind of a hack or not. But now, I mean, I mean, you described a great show, you know? It's, yeah, it's That's a great show, yeah. 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 It took me a second to realize that it wasn't real. Yeah. Okay, but second, if it was, I, we would all just, watch uh, it. Yeah. Um, no, that is real. That is, is it? A, yeah, yeah. Though I should, um, for accuracy, uh, it's not Rita or it's Demi Lovato. Oh, so there is okay. one with, yeah. um, what's his name, Tom DeLonge or whatever, uh, of Blink-182. Yeah. And several members of the government discussing UFOs. <laughs> that is a weekly discovery show. That's so And then weird. Demi Lovato has like a streaming series what? related to aliens and like angel encounters. That is also uh, like signed off and includes official statements from the, the American government, which I don't understand the grift that's happening there. But yeah. The American government happening. saw Camp Rock and they were like, I think, <laughs> I exactly. think this is the yeah. person we yeah. want to do this. Uh, yeah. Do you do you put any weight? Oh, I mean, uh, sorry. That's, uh, do you put, oh, no, 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 we'll continue, we'll continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go too deep. The government might come and, uh, you know, China might be listening. Well, it's funny because, like, outside of that, sometimes it seems like the cover-up, people's ideas of cover-up seems to be that maybe it's just like, the um the government or the army was kind of embarrassed or spied on actually like because there was this so there was another one that i was like looking into which was called the british roswell okay it's called like the rendlesham <laughs> forest incident okay and these guys you know this one mm, yeah, yeah. yeah so these guys they're classic like, in the field classic, <laughs> classics. these are the hits the if, you're, if you're into this ufo stuff <laughs> just no. one track one <laughs> So it was Christmas. No, sorry, it was Boxing Day, and three a.m. These these uh, these people in the military were going out. They uh, they saw these lights in the air. They were like, "There's no planes flying around." Um, what year was this? 1980. So it was during the Cold War, right? And um, and it was in it was in England. Um, and they see these lights going out, and they're like, "I don't know what this is." Like, you know, this is the one that I was talking about. They think might have been a lighthouse. The lights that they saw, but. You know, they go through this, and because it was around the same time as the the Cold War, they think that maybe what came through was a Russian spy plane, and they think that one of the theories about why it wasn't a UFO, they reckon, is that these officers and some Russian officers got together to say, we're going to pretend that we didn't see the spy plane because we don't want things to escalate, you know, and then they kind of shut it all down. And then there's, like, random other stories coming out about how it was some guy who... One of the stories, it seems like there was a few reasons why people felt like it wasn't real one guy said that he just like lit all his manure if he was like a farmer and he lit all his manure on fire around the same day just like a boxing day 3 a.m like if you're gonna light like, all yeah. your manure on fire you're gonna know that's burning manure you know what i mean <laughs> that's not the alien experience we're looking for um um, somebody else said that they pranked the officers by like putting lights over their over their police lights. 
like they kind of put a cover to make their police lights look green. It was just this is one of the weird things is that the thing is said that it was a prank by a police officer which tricked the military, which I think is like a <laughs> random one. It's tricked the military. Go on. Um, and then. And then, yeah, but like that's like those were the other things that, that were kind of the reason um, why they thought it might not be real. It, it um, turned off a bomb, right? It turned off a nuclear weapon. Is that correct? It turned off a nuclear weapon. Yeah. Isn't that what happened? No, not this one. Is that a different one? I think that's a different one. Oh, yeah. my yeah. bad. The, the weird like electrical anomalies that were like shutting down nuclear silos, supposedly. Yeah, right yeah. before testing or it yeah. would show up and then it would shut down. I mean, there's enough of those to be like, oh, that's interesting. There is, yeah, it's, uh, I just, uh, I enjoy the weirdness of it, of, let's say it was not aliens, which is the most obvious and probably correct one, but also, uh, on Boxing Day, the cops are like, let's do a prank, <laughs> while also a farmer at three in the morning is like, I need to burn all my manure, yeah. <laughs> and that's happening simultaneously, and then they're both like, I know that I am the alien. It's still very weird, right? And it's in yeah. like some outs it's Rendlesham or whatever, right? Like it's not Rendlesham, yes. Yeah, so like some was, small town or whatever. Uh Suffolk. So it's uh, apparently it's like fairly close. It's apparently it's like ten miles from the coast, which is why they thought it might be uh the lighthouse as well. Just like because yeah. you're in the forest and you see a lighthouse and maybe you get confused or whatever. But the the officers, I mean to be honest with yeah. you, if you're in the forest you know where the lighthouse is. I mean, this is their base. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if the lighthouse is freaking you out, bro, then you, I don't know, I don't know. That's a, that no, seems like a weird thing. Day. Oh, of course, yeah. The, the day when you forget where you are. Yeah, no boats. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the, the weird thing that I thought was the most interesting thing is that apparently, like, these, these uh, officers had gone to see this thing. One of the officers felt like they saw a bright light and then kind of, like, just woke up, like, in a blink sort of thing. Um, the other one said that they were awake for a little bit long enough to take notes, looking over to the other officer who apparently was in like a big, um, a big, uh, big bright light uh, for, for a little while. Uh, the only thing that I thought was kind of cool is that they apparently got back to the other officers and they looked at their watches and their watches were now off by 45 minutes from the others. I was like, That's some good stuff. Man. Yeah, it's good. always weird little stuff like that. It makes me think like, oh, could be. You, yeah. you got to check out the, uh, the space of life. The, you got to check out the fire in the sky guy. You heard of that guy? He's like a four or five loggers just cutting wood in a, in a forest. And then they see a massive light and then one of them goes to touch it and he's just gone for five days. Whoa. And then they're all suspected of murder. Um, and then he shows up uh, out of town at a uh, call phone booth. And he just walks into the city naked, and then they interrogate the crap out of him, and they run around. What did he say? He goes on. I mean, they made a movie, um, I think, in the late, no, early 90s or late 80s called Fire in the Sky. Um, he's got, like, a Rogan. He went on Rogan. He's, like, this old dude. He's, like, dressed up in a nice suit. and wow. it's, um, it's just an interesting story. And he's, like, um, who's that scientist who uh, videotaped all those UFOs? Lazar, he's never changed his story like uh, Bob Lazar. So it's just, I don't know, that's one of the more, I guess, uh, unknown cases. Like, who knows what happened there, you know? Those are my favorite, are the, yeah, the ones in which um, they're just sort of odd in a way that you don't. There is one uh, of a, I think it was a farmer as well, uh, an older guy who a UFO came down and then uh, uh, they brought him onto the ship. They were wearing coveralls, <laughs> and they fed him pancakes. Wow. And then, but, or the closest he could compare them to were pancakes, and they were pretty flavorless. And then he came back, and then they left, and he felt extremely calm or something like that. And he held on to that story for a while. It was also just one of, like, you don't come off cool. It's not, <laughs> a, it's not an interesting story. Like, they, yeah. Even the pancakes were flavorless. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an extremely boring story. And there are certain, you can go down paths in which there are a number of reported ones in which people are fed something, which also ties into like stories of the good people or like, you know, like uh, old things with, with um, uh, elves and such. Mm. Uh, where you are fed something or invited to a dinner or what have you, which maybe it was also just pancakes. 
but also where yeah aliens are wearing coveralls for some reason and it's just those weird things like why is that the like is this is it like the rumor of how all the kids knew how to blow onto a nintendo cartridge like there's some oh. weird meme that's passed the from like monkey. farmer to farmer you know but the, it's the just, potato in the water making a salty for the monkeys hundred yeah. monkey i don't know if that's real or not is that real? I don't know. I've never even heard of that. 100 monkey. What about the other guy, right, who, uh, who left his house um, to go to his, his, uh, his mate was getting married, and then um, he didn't go back home. And then four days later, he showed up at his house, and he had a beard. Did you hear about that one? That's something I can do. <laughs> yeah, I'll in four days. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, <laughs> but he had like he had a beard. With, this with, this uh, seems like the yeah, chillest I mean, that's one. The classic, yeah. yeah, this is the classic. Uh, he went four, on a bender, guys. This guy went away for four days. He didn't shave. <laughs> <laughs> We're not the only ones. <laughs> um, we we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, this has been this has been kind of like a little rolodex of all the conspiracy theories that I think we kind of know. Um, I okay. I'm going to say this real quick. So recently, for this the 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 one in Zimbabwe with the 62 kids and everything. Recently, 2023, they made another episode on Netflix. One of the kids actually says that he made up the the UFOs. He said that he saw a shiny. Did you say this before? Because <laughs> I because because I was like, oh, I want to make it tight with time. <laughs> Story arc, buddy. Come on. No. Okay. So this guy, his name's Dylan. Uh, he said that he just saw he saw a shiny rock and he was like hey kids look at the ufo he was also a child but he was like yeah and then he said everyone around him uh just kind of started believing it was a ufo he said he made the whole thing up i don't believe well, it was that one guy yeah, yeah. i yeah. feel like he weirdly wants more attention now uh absolutely also yeah. when they were interviewing him he could not stop smoking cigarettes for the whole every time oh, that, that just makes was, him yeah. all legit that makes yeah. him, do you think mel gibson yeah. conspiracy vibes yeah. you know? he was <laughs> It felt weird. He was like, yeah, you know, I wish... I'd. He was like, yeah, I made up the alien thing, but he would also be like, yeah, but, you know, I also wish that I learned uh, more of the language stuff while I was here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was a weird sort of... Geography was an odd kind... Of, I don't know. Was he just... Was he just uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I just wanted to throw that in there. But I don't... I, yeah, if that's the only thing that's against it, I don't think that's enough. It doesn't weaken the story. It just, no. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that it is the most weakening... No, I wouldn't. Uh, oh, well. Hi, I hope, thanks again for being on the show, guys. I hope you guys had a good time. Yeah. yeah. All Get ready for part two, one. you know? Part two. This is part two. Technically, part one was like two minutes long, but this is a long part two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I can't wait for the trilogy. Anyway, this, is, uh, this has been the other day. This has been a different sort of episode, but thanks again for listening in. Uh, catch us on social media or whatever it is. Have a lovely rest of the weekend and, you know, Support Wellington Comedy. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I do think if you're not even into aliens or whatever that much, it still should be pretty fine. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I've been kind of having fun with these, with these new episodes. If you're listening in, I appreciate you. I know it's not a big crowd, but like, whatever. We're, we're a tight crew. Um, uh, if you want to catch these guys again, uh, Zach Mandeville does a show every month, the first Friday of every month at the Newtown Community Center. Airhorn, check it out. You'll see the posters around. Very wrestling based, very funny. Uh, Licky Lines is doing a solo hour in the Fringe Festival called the Midnight Licky, Moonlight Licky. Uh, there we go. And then I'm also doing a show on the Fringe as well. It's called Cool St- Stand Up So Cool that it has sunglasses on. It's a good name, even if I can't remember it. Anyway, thank you again for listening. And my name's Ben Juan Hortini. I don't know. Whatever. Catch you guys later. If there was a day I could erase, I would choose just the other day. Thank you.